Hello. Wherever you're listening to us, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. Later in the program, I'll be speaking with Piyush Shah, co-founder of ad tech company Inmobi, about group company Glance that has pioneered lock screen content technology in India and which has now acquired Shop 101, an e-commerce business. That's after these headlines. Novavax's COVID-19 vaccine could be headed to India with the Serum Institute manufacturing it, Times of India reports, citing official sources. As per Indian government estimates, 200 million Novavax shots, 50 million a month, can be available from September to December and the number could rise, the paper reports. Novavax said on Monday that its vaccine was 90.4% efficacious against the coronavirus after phase 3 trials in the US and Mexico. The vaccine named Covovax in India is being tested in bridging trials with India's Serum Institute, enrolling 1,600 participants over 18 years of age across 15 centers. Serum Institute has also indicated an interest in conducting trials in children, the paper reports. It may well be possible that India becomes the first country for the launch of the vaccine. Microsoft's upcoming Windows 11 operating system was leaked online yesterday after screenshots were first published at Chinese site Baidu. The entire Windows 11 OS has been posted online, complete with a new user interface, start menu and many more features. The new Windows 11 user interface and start menu look very similar to what was originally found in Windows 10X. Visually, the biggest changes seem to be along the taskbar with centered app icons, a cleaner tray area, a new start button and menu, the Verge reports. This updated start menu is a simplified version of what currently exists in Windows 10 without live tiles. It includes pinned apps, recent files and the ability to quickly shut down or restart Windows 11 devices. Jaguar Land Rover is developing a prototype hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicle based on the new Land Rover Defender, testing scheduled to begin this year. The FCEV concept is part of Jaguar Land Rover's aim to achieve zero tailpipe emissions by 2036 and net zero carbon emissions across its supply chain, products and operations by 2039 in line with the company's reimagine strategy announced last month, the company said in a press release yesterday. FCEVs, which generate electricity from hydrogen to power an electric motor, are complementary to battery electric vehicles on the journey to net zero vehicle emissions. Hydrogen-powered FCEVs provide high energy density and rapid refueling and minimal loss of range in low temperatures, making the technology ideal for larger, longer-range vehicles or those operated in hot or cold environments. Since 2018, the global number of FCEVs on the road has nearly doubled while hydrogen refueling stations have increased by more than 20%. By 2030, forecasts predict hydrogen-powered FCEV deployment could top 10 million with 10,000 refueling stations worldwide. In IT services news, Accenture, an IT consulting and services giant, is acquiring Umlaut, an engineering consulting and services company headquartered in Aachen, Germany, making it the next purchase in a series of 22 acquisitions since 2017. The move will expand Accenture's engineering capabilities to help companies use digital technologies like cloud computing, artificial intelligence, and 5G to transform how they design, engineer, and manufacture their products as well as embed sustainability. The acquisition of Umlaut will add more than 4,200 industry-leading engineers and consultants 
across seven countries to Accenture's Industry X services and expand the company's capabilities across a range of industries, including automotive, aerospace and defense, telecommunications, energy and utilities. Industry X combines Accenture's powerful data and digital capabilities with deep engineering expertise to offer clients the broadest suite of services for digitalizing their engineering functions, factory floors, and plant operations, improving productivity, speeding up the transformation of hardware into software-enabled products, and allowing for faster and more flexible product development. Accenture is expanding Industry X at a time when software increasingly determines the market success of platforms, products, and services across industries that require intelligence to be embedded. However, in a survey of more than 1,500 industry executives, Accenture research found that only 38% of companies surveyed have deployed at least one project to digitalize their engineering and manufacturing. Umlaut will be next in a series of 22 acquisitions Accenture has made since 2017 to build its Industry X capabilities. Recent acquisitions include operations technology provider Electro80 in Australia, industrial robotics and automation services provider Pollux in Brazil, operations consultancy Myrtle in US, and technology consultancy Salt Solutions in Germany. In startup news, Apna, a professional networking and jobs platform for India's working class, has raised $70 million in its Series B funding, led by Insight Partners and Tiger Global. Existing investors Sequoia Capital India, Lightspeed India, Green Oaks Capital, and Rocketship VC have also participated in the round. With this investment, Apna has now raised over $90 million and its investors value the company at $570 million within 16 months of product launch, Apna said in a, pro- in a press release yesterday. Apna will use the proceeds to strengthen its presence in existing cities and expand Pan-India over the next six months. The team plans to double down on its EdTech platform and engineering and product capabilities. Additionally, APNA plans to expand to high-potential international markets in Southeast Asia and the United States in the coming year. In just the last month, APNA facilitated more than 15 million job interviews and work-related conversations where users have helped each other to start a business, find a gig, or learn a new skill, Nirmit Parikh, the company's founder and CEO, said in the release. Parikh founded the company in 2019. In more startup news, FamPay, a fintech company in Bangalore, has raised $38 million in its Series A round led by Elevation Capital, TechCrunch reports. General Catalyst, Rocketship VC, Green Oaks Capital, and existing investors Sequoia Capital India, Y Combinator, Global Founders Capital, and Venture Highway also participated in the new round. Sambhav Taneja and Kush Jain, who co-founded FamPay in 2019, are among the winners of the Forbes Asia 30 Under 30 Award this year. FamPay brings cashless transactions to teenagers in India by offering them prepaid debit cards without the need of having to set up a bank account. Issued in partnership with India's IDFC First Bank, the Fam card receives money deposited by parents and allows them to supervise spending. The startup raised $4.7 million in seed funding last year from investors including Y Combinator, Venture Highway and Sequoia India. Another fintech startup with teenagers as its target customer segment is Yoda, a subsidiary of entrepreneur Gaurav Sharma's Singapore-based Atlantis Technologies. Yoda started its Indian operations last year 
and has launched the public beta version of its app for both Android and iOS smartphones. After raising $145 million from Google and Mithril Capital in December last year, ad tech business Inmobis group company Glance, which has pioneered smartphone lock screen content delivery, has made its first significant acquisition with Shop101, an e-commerce company. If things go well, there are big synergies between the two companies, with Shop101 bringing the e-commerce tech stack and Glance already enjoying a daily active user base of more than 125 million. I spoke to Piyush Shah, co-founder of Inmobi Group and president and COO at Glance, about plans ahead. Here's more. Piyush, welcome to this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for making time for this interview. And uh, you know, for people who may not be familiar with Glance, I mean, I know that there are many millions of users, but those of us who, know, who may not be familiar with Glance, just tell us a bit about what it is. Uh, when did you launch it? How does it work? Yeah, thanks, Hari. Uh, Glance is uh, world's first live uh, lock screen platform. It is something that we built within the Inmobi group almost three years ago, like a stealth project. And and our vision was to reimagine how content is getting discovered across these lock screens we all have, right? I mean, it's, it's just something that we see every day, almost look at it almost 200 times a day, either for the notifications or for the time. But we felt that this is a real estate which seems so pristine and yet very untapped. And that's why we went deep on how we can leverage the lock screen real estate and and show interesting personalized and I would say visually stunning content for users who then can eventually look at this as a great way to consume uh, content going forward. So, So we build this, we build this over a few years uh, today, it stands at almost 130 million daily active users across India and Southeast Asia, which makes us amongst the top 10 platforms on content globally, I would say. And this week, you have announced uh, the acquisition of Shop 101, and you also have uh, Rotozo, your short video app. How does it all come together? Yeah, so Glance, of course, had invested on content and scale already and technology. Uh, we acquired Reposo a couple of years ago where we saw that the next generation of content for youth is going to be influencer-led and creator-led. So we want to make sure that we have that talent that comes together, that exp- expresses the talent across the country. And that's the whole creator part that we invested in. What we're doing like yesterday with the whole acquisition of Shop 101 is somewhere looking at this intersection of content creators and commerce in the way we can reimagine mobile shopping altogether. You know, and our thesis is that traditional e-commerce, and I use the word traditional very carefully uh, as a prefix on e-commerce, uh, we believe that that is very, very, very functional, very intent-led. I mean, you know, you need to know what you want. You go to a place like Flipkart, Amazon, or Walmart, and then you get what you're looking for. But more more and more, I would say consumers and especially youth are looking for shopping experiences that are much more authentic, you know, much more fun, much more entertaining. And yet the product has to be good. 
So somewhere we believe, and, and we've seen that happening in China in a big, big manner, that when you look at mobile shopping, which is influencer-led and, and live uh, as commerce, that can make the whole shopping experience very interesting, much more authentic, and, and, and this can be much more different and a whole new transformation of mobile commerce altogether. And we want to bring that change in India and then globally uh, through creators, influencers, and celebrities uh, overall. So, so that's the whole plot overall. That's a thesis. And in that thesis, Glance and Reposo are strong on the content and creator side. And we wanted to complement that with someone like Shop 101, who really brings a strong e-commerce backbone or technology and infrastructure and I would say most importantly, a DNA that we needed to bring together. So that, that marriage is where it allows us to uh, form a whole new kind of e-commerce called influencer-led live commerce that we want to shape in this, in this country and outside. Hmm. Uh, just to get a couple of specifics out of the way, if possible, I mean, can you share any details about the acquisition? What did you pay to acquire Shop 101, and what does it bring you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can't, uh, I can't disclose the actual size, Hari. But what I can, what I can definitely share, this is the first major investment we have made strategically after the round we raised in December uh, last year from Google and Mithril. Hmm. So you can imagine that this is a pretty important area for us. Uh, in some way. We were already monetizing through ads as the first pillar, but now commerce is going to be our second most important pillar for monetizing glance and reposo. And that's where this thing comes in and hence the importance of it. Uh, of course, this has been a mix of cash and equity. The entire team of 300 people and the founders get integrated into the core glance uh, team. And, and uh, the way it will work is while the whole content experience will happen on Glance and Reposo, the entire technology backbone, the supply chain infrastructure is all going to get powered by Shop 101's uh, platform. And that's how it's going to come together. Uh, we also are going to leverage their reseller network. They have done a pretty solid job of uh, the reseller network. And we think and imagine these resellers are not very different as influencers in their own right. And, and we want to leverage that distribution network also overall. So that's what I would share in terms of how we are coming together. Hmm. Uh, can you give us a couple of examples to illustrate uh, what the user will see, you know, when she opens uh, her phone and there is a glance right now and uh, how will the the e-commerce part, part uh, you know, how will it uh, kind of yeah. get integrated in some seamless manner? Yeah, no, great question. Thanks for asking that, Hari. I think you got to see it to believe it. And, and uh, the way it's going to work, let's take an example of uh, one of our topmost beauty influencers who hails from Jaipur, has been uh, posting both short videos and live uh, content on Glance and Raposo. And she talks about the latest trends in beauty, you know, for the youth and what they should what they should be using, 
why is this brand like sugar cosmetics better than mama earth or or uh, how is nika better than purple or so on and so forth and she already has her content where she talks about the latest lipstick or mascara or whatever now in that content uh we she will go live in the next few weeks and months when she can go live and talk about these products in a more authentic fashion she would then integrate that with you know polls or any sort of questions people are asking over the glance screen the lock screen and the reposto app and allow you know folks to interact with her to engage with her and then she can talk more about these products and why they work or don't work and users can eventually browse the actual product discover it browse on it and and eventually go to a shopping uh, cart experience and once they pay there this can eventually be shipped to them via the shop 101 uh, technology platform so that's how it's going to happen uh, it's going to happen on the glance lock screen on one side and the reposto app on the other because these two are properties where a lot of our users come and and we expect that this creator eventually uh can have this experience on both both places overall so that's that's one way of thinking about it where uh, it is different because it is one it is live you know second it is going to be uh creator and influencer led and you can imagine celebrities doing it in the future uh, and third and most importantly it is interactive you know it is engaging it is meant to be authentic where a user can trust someone who they have been following for the last few months where it speaks in their language it could be done in vernacular also so an andhra creator versus a bengali creator can talk in a whole language and share this and, and a lot of youngsters a lot of youth in tier 2 tier 3 cities in bharat will actually uh, feel much more at home with that kind of experience than going to a functional standardized uh, uh e-commerce website and and typing in their in their english language and what not so that's the whole experience I'm, i think you're talking about and and uh you can think about more such experiences for other categories could be fashion could be home electronics imagine a young guy who is based out of delhi a gadget freak who has been talking about unboxing the latest smartphone or latest uh, headphones from apple or latest uh audio equipment from boat and talking about why he thinks uh good features and bad features and what makes something work versus not and eventually all his fan following all the users on glance and reposto who follow that creator will actually end up discovering that product get inspired and and hopefully buy a lot more so this experience is what we are bringing to india and eventually globally something that there has happened in china already but but definitely something we believe will work in india given the youth and the gen z so does that help you with the actual visualization of it yeah so no i was just thinking that i mean the way you explain it uh, it seems to me that there is the uh, there's some really amazing uh, synergy here where you, on the one hand you get a really strong back end technology stack uh, into the whole e-commerce uh, side of things and on the you know you already captured 130 million users but i was just thinking that going forward you're in a position to kind of uh, enable anyone who wants to open a shop online 
and uh, you know maybe model uh, their own wear online can probably very easily do it using uh, this whole combination of clans and shop 101 absolutely you hit the nail hari uh, it is going to be enabling all sorts of brands whether it is a large fmcg company or a new age d2c brand uh, or even a local manufacturer who wants to sell uh, think about a, a bengali kurta to all folks in in a certain state or region any of them can tap into this possibility of leveraging local influencers regional influencers who create more interesting content more authentic content and drive sales um uh, a lot of the sellers lapped on to amazon and flipkart when that was the, that is only option i do believe that it has become expensive the margins are very high and a lot of the latest direct to consumer brands as you may know are now latching onto this whole opportunity because it allows them to bring the emotional connect of their brand to the user a lot better and it's better than a tv advertising because it's 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 an influencer who consumers can relate to they know them uh they follow them i mean there's a crazy uh followership of all these uh influencers or who and I, you and i may not be even aware of them it's not the classical amir khan shahrukh khan style followership it's much more like a cult much more loyal and and exactly right it just allows us to democratize this kind of commerce more interestingly you know the other thing that i believe we are doing here apart from helping brands uh, and something that i believe more strongly is enabling a, the rise of this new form of micro entrepreneurs in this country yeah uh, while misho did this with housewives and really empowered them to become micro entrepreneurs uh, we believe that the the youth and the talent in the country the creators uh, can become creative entrepreneurs can leverage the talent not just to get paid that one off check but maybe something more long term as a stable income because they'll get this revenue share and all that so that's a more loftier uh, vision at some level on how can talent be monetized more interestingly and how can these creators uh, become creative entrepreneurs all together so that's another thing i did want to share here uh, yeah i mean uh, just to switch a little bit on the tech front uh, I guess uh, TikTok is probably the benchmark when it comes to the power of the recommendation engine uh, which I would imagine would be uh, critical to the success of Glance and Raposo going forward given that you're tapping influencers and so on uh, give us a sense of uh, what Glance is capable of today and uh, maybe some of the features that you're building into it in the coming days yeah so the way Glance has been visualized is an ability for consumers to uh look at their lock screen as a complete different way to access internet uh, and imagine this for the next billion users imagine this for the new internet users in the country and even for people in the urban urban youth uh for all of them what we have done in glance is three things one it is extremely relevant and personalized through ai 
And there, of course, we have inspired by what TikTok has done. And Inmobi, of course, understands AI and data science very well, but it needed a different twist altogether on doing it for Glance. And that's a huge team of almost 40, 50 data scientists who have to ensure that the experience is very, very relevant and personalized for a user. So that's, that's one. The second thing I would say we have done as, as a core feature is how do we make it beautiful and visual and utilize a whole lot of video and uh, live video overall so that you know it, it, it becomes much, much more interesting than just simple images. So big focus on not just making it relevant, but also very, very visual. It's like an Instagram on the lock screen somehow, but more than that, because it is much more compelling in the way that experience comes in. So that's the second thing we've done. The third, I would say, which is, which is something that no one has done in this country well, is ability for us to use the lock screen as a whole live platform. Because it's a lock screen, you know, when you look at the lock screen, what are you expecting? Are you expecting to see something that happened 10 days ago or an email or a notification that happened a month ago? Answer is not. What are you expecting is to see that something happening, happening around you now. And that's why we're saying live and lock screen should be all about what's happening around you, what's the latest, uh, whether it's trends or new products or new, new movies or, or, or new music altogether and news, breaking news. So a large chunk of our users love it because they can see the breaking news right on the lock screen without the need to go inside or Twitter or, a, or, or their Facebook apps. A lot of them like the live thing because they can write on the lock screen engage with a, a, a fashion or a dance creator and understand that. So that's, that's a, the whole live one is also very important for us as a whole feature we are, we are focusing on. And Glance is going to be all things live uh, increasingly. So those are three things I would love to share. And maybe the last thing I would say, Hari, is something that is very important for us is the whole focus on governance, the whole focus on the quality and premiumness of the content. Now, this is the lock screen. It is like a pristine, sacred real estate for the user and for the handset manufacturer. So there's no question that we have to be very, very careful. Uh, and hence, there's a lot of focus that has gone in on ensuring that the experience is curated and premium uh, in terms of this cannot be racy, this cannot have profanity, this has to be compliant with the laws of the land. And all those things because of the real estate being so sacred altogether. So those are three, four things I would say, uh, which actually make us stand out from TikTok also, because no one else in the world is looking at capturing and reimagining lock screens the way we are. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, uh, extending the power of uh, glance and online commerce to uh, local or even hyper-local uh, commerce and events and services and so on. Absolutely, no, no, you, you, you're right. Uh, I would say two things. Uh, Glance already because it's such a large scale and yet it can be relevant and personalized at a regional or local level. We already do that for news, for example. We mm. already do that for 
ensuring that regional creators are shown in a certain vernacular language. So what a Tamil a user in Tamil Nadu will see versus a user in Bengal might be different because of the type of creators altogether. So content-wise, we already uh, have ensured that Glance should be a mix of both national and, and regional. Is it absolutely local uh, to see what is happening in my neighborhood community? Answer is no, not yet. On the, on the commerce front, I think this is where your, your main question. I think today we feel that the use case of influencer-driven commerce is going to be more relevant for certain categories like beauty and fashion and interesting home electronics. Uh, I don't right now we don't see the need uh, or the need for local services like uh, grocery or household repairs. None of those services will be relevant from the glance use case standpoint. But we absolutely feel that over the next few months. Uh, we can be one of the largest players in the uh, coupon and discounting and voucher space because you can essentially get something which is meaningful for you for a mall or a, or a shop near, nearby. So that's, that's an area where we have not invested yet, but with the power of glance, we can do that. But today we are not imagining that for now. Uh, what are the next big steps at glance immediately? Uh, there, there are actually a lot of big steps, but yeah, I would say the one, the couple of big ones uh, worth talking about, Hari, are uh, one, Glance will go global. And mm -hmm. that's a huge ambition from our side. You know that Inmobi is a global company. Uh, a large part of our core Inmobi business is from US and China. And we totally understand what it takes to go global. So in that same vein, uh, Glance will go global over the next couple of years. And that's a huge strategic effort on our side. Uh, the second one would be taking Reposo Global and going out there, ensuring we're able to differentiate and give something different for the Gen Z users. And that's the second strategic objective. Uh, we're not still limited on India, given we understand what we can, what the power of Reposo can be in other markets also. So that's the second one. And then third is, of course, uh, cracking this whole model of influencer-led live commerce in India, and then uh, slowly but steadily launching this in other markets outside China. So that, those are three things I would say that come to me immediately. Okay, excellent. Uh, this is a truly insightful conversation, Piyush. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, it's good to have you on the show. Thank you, Hari. Totally enjoyed it. That was Piyush Shah. Uh, that's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts at ForbesIndia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakli. Thank you for listening.